what's up? Baby, let's go. Welcome to our website. We got loads of news and gossip for you today. But first, here's a new song. Lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. 
live from the Brooklyn Cafe Studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat at the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, or a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in free, 888-994-4995 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe and a beautiful Monday after Sunday. After Sunday, which was a very windy, windy Sunday. Beautiful weekend, beautiful. Too okay. much wind, too much wind, it too much wind. Beautiful. Too much wind. It was a little hot. You know, the I people saw. who are up north in the snow would have loved to be with us yesterday. No, too much wind. Too much wind. I saw tents flying at the Brainbows, what we're talking about. Tents flying all the way to the lake. Only ours. Ours didn't fly away. We are Hector. <laughs> And Fiona holding it down. <laughs> what a great weekend. We had your son in for the weekend, which was a nice treat with Fiona, so that was nice. Your shoes? My feet are still ringing from yesterday. Are they? Yes, with three hours standing, doing, produ- doing shows, and then we had to set up two hours, another three hours afterwards. I was thinking the only thing on my body that didn't hurt were my feet. My feet were killing me. They must have been. What a and I got a and I got a callus because we shared that show out all over the place. Two, two times. Not only did we share it out all over the place, we did it in Spanish. I know. Which a lot of people don't realize. We put together Lena's in doing Fuego 2.0, but she was nice enough to inform my Hispanic society about what's going on in Alzheimer's. You know, there were so many moving parts to yesterday. That if you have no idea of what a production house does, you wouldn't understand this. No. You wouldn't understand the amount of labor, the amount of technicalities that it took to produce it. And I love everybody who sits in a chair the next day and says, you should have done this. Isn't that called like something quarterback? Monday night, Monday, Monday quarterback. quarterback. I love that. But they don't understand that during the fight, during the heat, during the production, you got to make some choices, and you're going to have to decide hook or ladder. Are we going in this direction or that direction? And I would pay $1,000 to anybody who thinks that they can pull that off from yesterday. $1,000 in cash. But if you don't, you will owe me 10 I got to tell you, our crew, it took a full crew, and we really have the most amazing crew that works with us, that supports us from the park to setting up, to being here in the studio, every which way, in between, back and forth, amazing. Now, there was a gentleman that came up to me who said he was in production for NBC. Bless you. Excuse me. Sneeze on the (laughs) chew. In production for NBC in the day. Yeah. And he said, one, two, he started counting the number of people on that shoot yesterday. There's a lot on the shoot. And he said to me, 
wow, this reminds me of NBC. And he says, do you have a truck? He's looking for the truck, because in the old days, truck, yep. they used to do production to a truck, and then the truck to the satellite, and the satellite back to the truck that right. sent it out to everybody, right? So we did something similar. We sent it here, now to a truck. Right. And he understood what we were going through. He understood how difficult the wind was. So we used the right mics. Not only that, but they decided to bury us in music in the corner. I'm my ears are still ringing huh? from the loudness of that. <laughs> Not only did they play the music slick, they had a drummer who decides to did play. They? Yes, they decides to play the drums on the music. Do you know I never left our corner other than to go to the bathroom and back to where we were. We were there was there a bathroom. For three hours. There was a bathroom next to the chain lady. <laughs> I saw bathroom. a tree. I didn't see no bathroom. But oh my gosh, what we were doing, we covered the Brain Bowl. It was the seventh annual Brain Bowl, the fourth year that we've got to help cover and produce it. And it was all about Alzheimer's, dementia, and the pets and the dogs. The most incredible dogs I've ever seen. A lot of dogs. You know, a lot of service dogs, service dogs for the vets, dogs that were up for adoption from the Tri-County Humane Society, which is a no-kill shelter. Dogs that came in costume and won the, the pet contest. You see, driving. Do we know who won? So, I don't know who won. I didn't even see them hold it. I did not either. I saw dogs that came in carriages. So cute. Um, there was a couple of people from the radio station that were there. I got to tell you, when you wear the mask, you nobody know. knows who you are. I did not recognize anybody. And then people pull them down like, oh, okay. And then you wave and you keep going. There was a lady that came over to me and she says, where's Slick? Ah. And I went. He's at the other studio. She says, I came here specifically to see Slick. Her name is Chanice. Do you know Chanice? So now you know me. How you doing? You can come <laughs> visit the studio anytime. I you sent her. Chanice. I gave her the address to here if she wanted to come see you. But she specifically came out. Really? To see you. A, uh, a lot of people yesterday, I got to tell you something. I mean, <laughs> we had a good friend. Wayne was with us. Wayne was with us. But uh, Charlotte? Charlotte Lustig. Lustig. Yep. Finally got to meet her in person. I met her once before, but it was brief. Oh, really? Yes, at the radio station. And we got finally to meet her. But because of the mask, uh, the, uh, the brain bowl lady, what's her name? Uh, the mind lady. Judy Herman. I didn't recognize her either. Because she's about this big, and the mask covered her whole head. I tell you, no brain bowl would be complete without Judy Herman there. Our friend Patty Goldenberg was in town. I didn't even get to talk to Patty. I know. You got to talk to her. For a little bit. When we went to commercial break, we'd have like four minutes between shots, shoots, to go back. And I wanted to talk to the gentleman that rescues and trains dogs for the veterans. And Him I did. spoke to. And then I got a one-minute rejoiner, and I was like, poof, so sorry. But I thought what he did was spectacular. I saw you vendors. running across the field. You look like the incredible woman. Da, da, da. All five footed me, right? I said, look, it's Rocky. Well, that was my workout we would, yesterday. We would die. But you were running across. <laughs> and, you, and you're trying to put your, your gizmos on. I had more wires and the mask and the mask chain and our head pieces. I think I had more wires than anything. And I'm going to be honest with you. We did three hours of interviews. I heard nothing. I knew you didn't. I kept... I kept trying to get an angle. If you look at the film, I'm behind you, in front of you, inside of you, because I kept trying to hear. I couldn't hear nothing. So I, every time you looked at me, like to get a response, I would say, "Hey, you gotta come on the set. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gotta come on the set." We should have taken the set. I forgot that we needed two uh, monitors—one for us and one for them. So we should have taken the second one so we could see what was going. Monitors. On. It was so freaking windy. 
I've never seen so many. We lost the camera because of the wind. We lost the camera, the power of production, but we did it. We did something that we have never done before that I don't think many production companies would have the technology to do, that it went out live, it was aired live, it was not recorded and sent out later. Everything was done, live production in two studios, set up all of it. Wind, sand, sleet, rain, Beast. all of it. We did it all. So thank you to our crew again. Thank you to your son and Fiona for coming in and helping us. Everyone was amazing. Everybody had a, a play on that thing. But it was exciting. We got to try some new things. Um, we tried to figure out how to get the sound back from here. And by the time we figured it out, because we did, it was already done. And the speaker system, we have to change that up a little bit on how we want to do it. We cannot put up lights, so whatever the natural light was, it was. Great tent, by the way. Oh, good. You're happy with that? Yes. I was um, scared to death of that thing. It takes four men or women. Was it hard to put up? No. It's the stability of, like, keeping it up because of the wind. Like if it catches by like a well, we put the wall. We put the walls up. It became a giant yeah, ship. It became a. <laughs> it hit Hector. <laughs> Hector. Hector landed in the lake when the damn thing put, hit him. He landed in the lake. Hmm. Yeah, when we put that panel up before I left, I just felt it moving towards the sea. Oh, you should have seen next to us. There was one tent went right into the lake from where we were. <laughs> it just kept rolling and rolling. It's a good thing it didn't take 15 people out with them. Yeah, you know, it takes it up to another level. You need sand, you need sandbags, you need a scissor, you need stakes when you go out there. But you can't stake, so. And you know, I decided not to take my knife for the first time. I decided not to take, I kept light. And boy, did we need You it. kept light, you saw my car? Your car was packed. Everything was packed in my car, but it was a great event. It was the Brain Ball. I am sure you can still go online, make a donation. All donations are always welcome. Go to brainballevents.org, see what was going on. You can check out all the vendors, all their logos. We were able to put commercials together for all of them, vendor spots, really, really nice people that were there. It's really funny because people were asking us, why do we need the logos for? And then they say, what do you mean this is gonna be live on the air? And then it was like, what do you mean it's going to be on the radio? It was like, it was like they didn't know. What was really going if on. If you're a sponsor, don't you want people to know? And we met some fantastic newbies. We call them newbies. New companies, six months or less. Yeah. They had all sorts of pieces and things of that nature. And we, they loved it because they had never been part of it. Wayne, of course, loved it. He introduced us <laughs> to some people. And Second Street Bagel and Deli, oh my gosh, what, the amount of food that they brought out to both locations to feed everybody. Stick is still eating. They There's True. plenty of food still. still eating. Taylor had some lunch. We brought some over to Israel because I ordered for 10 people because we were eight there. I think we were three here, three or four here. Four. And there's still an entire tray of food left. Really? Oh. I probably could have ordered for five people um, because the amount of food they sent to you guys here was like untouched. So there's plenty of food. Very nice. And the food was delicious. Everything was good. And, and it's funny because thank God you got the tent. I'm going to tell you something. If it wasn't for that tent, poor Wayne Henry from, from Dignity Memorial. Fiona felt so bad she took suntan lotion. Oh, he was like a red tomato. It was hot. It was hot, and I was thinking, as much as we didn't stay in the tent, we did. It really helped keep the sun off of everybody over there. And it was still hot. Poor Taylor, she was melting. I said, you okay? She says, it's really hot out here. I tell you, Taylor <laughs> and Salsa, they've never been to a shoot with us. It's a big 
first shoot, to be honest. And the guys were all happy because I sent them all over here, and they were in the luxury. And you got all the guys in luxury and air conditioning. Yeah, I, I mean, it was nice in here. A nice, cool breeze. You guys felt like, I mean, you, you guys had the bunt of everything because I can see... I, I, especially yesterday. especially through Freddie's face like your face is turning red I'm like okay it's hot out there it was hot yeah. and then you know something I had to do that show with a mask on which I've never done before done that was that was a hours. challenge it's tough to breathe uh, and what they told me was that I should have changed mask every hour I didn't realize it we kept our Brooklyn Cafe mask on we did but it was a great event and Chuck went up again for the record books yeah. And we keep going. Let's take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to learn a little bit about March. Well, hard to believe we're March 1st already. It's National Colil Rector Cancer Awareness Month. So we've got Carrie V joining us. She's going to give us a story, give us some background on what they're really looking to do and to help spread awareness on getting your screening. So stay tuned. And we'll be right back. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561-405-9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. Welcome to your vacation staycation. And what better way to kick back than to blend up a sweet pina colada, a smooth mojito, or just a nice stiff rum and coke. If you want true relaxation and enjoyment, then you want Gubba Rum. Gubba Rum is a unique rum infusion. Gubba Silver Rum is infused with real shredded coconut. And Gubba Rum Gold is infused with real shredded vanilla bean. Both are made with certified organic ingredients. Each infused Gubba Rum is 35% ABV, 70 proof, and as we say in Boston, wicked smooth. So if you're looking for the best combination of taste, smoothness, quality, and price, your clear choice is Gubba Rum. If you want that wicked smooth taste for yourself or your vacation, staycation, visit GubbaRum.com to find your closest liquor store that carries Gubba Rum Gold and Gubba Rum Silver. Gubba Rum, it's wicked smooth. Amp Media Productions and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They've been working around the clock nonstop to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it's never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp Media Productions at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422. 
Let's all welcome a new sponsor to the show. It's Amp2TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet TV radio production company, discover Amp2TV, a full-service production company that can provide all streaming videos in studio or remotely. They offer web page development. And they use all the latest platforms to help make all your business selling points more powerful. They can do remotes or live radio streaming as well as tape productions for social media platforms and television. Amp2TV can handle all of your television needs, including closed caption for a perfect on-air telecast. Choose from a variety of creative TV and radio packages or visit one of their many studios to get your creative juices flowing. Come and see why Amp2TV works with many major companies, including Comcast, Bravo, and Fox 29, as well as individuals and businesses of all types and sizes. To see samples of their work or to find out more, visit their website at amp2.tv. That's A-M-E, the number 2.tv, or call them at 866-224-5422. Feel free to call for a quote or just a consult of how to put your business on a social media platform or radio platform or just doing a show that is covered by all platforms. Call 866-224-5422 and make an appointment. That's 866-224-5422. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie. And we're back. Back at the Brooklyn Cafe. New mom says, Spike, how you doing? He doesn't even answer Spike. Slick. Your new what name is Spike. What's going on, new mom? But yeah, but my <laughs> name is yeah. I don't even know. What do they call you, Spike? I don't know. Hmm. She probably you know misheard, but it's slick, you know. But I've bombs. We got new yeah. mom watching. She says they know who you are. Well, that's a little bit scary. Slicky Spike. That is a little bit scary. I got a fan base that I don't know. You got about. a fan club. It's kind of not. You know, yeah. I was watching the Golden Globe last night. We're gonna bring Carrie over in a minute, and you realize that everyone goes to the same thing we do with virtual guests. NBC, yeah. CBS. Oh, you saw that last I night? I was watching it, and they had Tina Fey in, I think, New York, and they had Amy Poehler in L.A., or it was vice versa. And you could see their dresses weren't coincided. Whoever did their wardrobe should have coincided their outfits a little bit better. So one was in a short mini, one was in a long dress, and then I guess they realized that on the camera shot, and they took them both from the knees up because it what did not make a normal look because it wasn't balanced. Correct. And when one was trying to read off the prompter or do the other, or the other one just stood there. There was no flow of a conversation. There was no give and take. One guy's audio didn't work, and he won the Golden Globe. So you realize technology is technology, and, and you just keep going. It's funny because, again, if you don't understand this business, you think it's just turn on the camera and go. They, they, to do it digitally and to do it with sense and balance, 
It's a trick, but yes, I, it was on the news about all of the, and then they, they, they try to parlay it as, oh, but it was live, because usually the TV is taped. It was live. live, but even the imbalance of, her, of their clothes, I thought that's really it interesting happens. on who, there had to be his stylist, but the stylist, I guess, did not coordinate with each other, or they didn't coordinate with the production team to see what it would look like. When you've got two women on set, somehow I think the look needs to balance either short, short, or some sort of flow, just in my opinion. It, it has to balance. The conversation has to, and there's a lot of and things that have to balance. there wasn't a lot of There wasn't, there wasn't that. Because it must have been an audio delay or something. It's true, and I heard that the one that won um, something of the year was the gentleman that we lost six months ago, ago from, um, and was that his wife? Black Panther, that was his wife. That was his wife. Beautiful and. Yeah. Wow, she looked like a million freaking dollars, I man. I know. I've seen her, too. I, I, he had a beautiful wife, but terrible that we lost him so early, you know. Beautiful woman. And she, what she had to say. And Eugene Levy, you see the one for Schitt's Creek? His son looks just like him. I didn't see that. Oh, my God. Daniel Levy or Dan Levy looks just like I mean, you talk about genetics? Insane. Well, Vinny's got to see it because Vinny is so like them. Anyway, we're getting back to the Golden Globes. We've got Carrie V joining us on VMix. We're going to bring her over. She reached out to us. She sent us the pitch and all the information. March, it is March 1st. And I can't believe we're in March, first of all, Carrie, which is crazy. I know, I know. And it's Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. Ouch. Yes. I know. So welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure. Tell us a little bit about you. I am, boy, I'm a motivational speaker. I am a coach. I'm a published author and love, absolutely love what I do. But a cancer diagnosis in December really put my whole, kind of shifted my world on its axis and put me on a whole new path. Was it just a random screening, a routine assessment? Yes. So colon cancer runs in my family and my oldest brother actually passed away from colon cancer when he was 48, about 10 or 11 years ago. And so I've had colon cancer screenings. I've had colorectal screenings since I was 35 years old regularly. So when I went in for this one and they said, well, they removed a polyp, but they didn't expect it to be anything. I just went on my merry way. And it was you, anyone who's ever had a cancer diagnosis will tell you, you never forget where you were. You don't forget what time it was. You can pretty much say what you were wearing. It's just that much of a life change. And it was December 13th, eight o'clock at night. My phone rang. My husband and I were actually decorating the Christmas tree. And I went into the kitchen and answered the call. And he said, hey, uh, this is Dr. Lehrman. And that polyp, that was actually invasive cancer. And it just I just remember my knees going out from under me. I'm going to probably get choked up and going into my husband and saying, Hey, that was the doctor and it was cancer and it's already in the colon wall. And he just, he just sat on one chair and I sat on another and we just stared at each other. We just stared at each other. Like, Where do we go from here? How, how was this a part of my life? And my husband even looked at me and he said, but you're the healthiest person in the world. How is cancer a part of your life? But there it was. And it has become my mission now to really, really tell people, do not skip this screening. This was a routine screening. I had one five years ago. Everything was clear. But in that time, 
cancer was growing inside of me and unbeknownst to me, that colorectal screening I put off four times. I put it off so many times that the nurses at the office were getting angry with me. I just kept rescheduling it because I was too busy. I was just too busy to take care of myself. And there wasn't gonna be anything there anyway. And in that whole time, this cancer was invading me. And don't skip your screenings, <laughs> take care of you. And how are you now? I am good, thank you. Thank you so much for asking that. I had surgery on the 7th. They were able to remove all of the cancer. And there actually was when they did the biopsy after they removed the cecum and the ascending colon and they did the biopsy, there actually was more cancer there. But they were able to get it all and and I am now I just I just want to get that message out there. You are amazing and fabulous and everything about you deserves to be taken care of. Don't skip this screening. Do you need any other further treatment? What did that look like or what does that look like for you now going forward? Yes. Yeah, so with all of the cancers that are in my family on my mother's side of colon, uterine, ovarian, all of those cancers, they actually ran genetic testing on me as well. And it came back with a gene mutation of Lynch syndrome. It's a gene mutation in the MLH1 gene, which I don't really understand, except that it means my chances for certain cancers are very much increased. So further treatment, I will do screenings every single year and I will need to go in for an oophorectomy, which is taking out of your ovaries because I'm at such an increased risk for ovarian cancer. So it, it all comes down, it all comes down, Dawn, to screenings, regular, regular screenings and making myself a priority in my own life, which is what I tell all my clients and everywhere I speak, but I wasn't doing it for myself. We don't. We put it off. And I actually been putting my mammogram off since January and then February came. And I'm like, no, I really don't want to go sit in the hospital for two hours and get a mammogram. So it's scheduled uh -huh. for this month and I'm listening to you and I'm yes. like, all right, I actually have to leave the show early one day because it's right when we're in the middle of airtime. I'm like, all right, I guess I yes. just got to do this because we do. We find a reason. We go, it's COVID. I don't want to yes. be where anyone and it's yes. going to be fine and I don't want to be around. But how can we tell people to get screened and educated if we ourselves don't do it? Exactly. Exactly. And it's men and women, men and women, both, Freddie, make sure you get your screenings done. They're so crucial. Life-saving. Well, no, you're right, because in, especially in my family, um, I used to have that done every four years when I was mm -hmm. in New York. And, and I never forgot, because the doctor that did it, his name was Dr. Finger. It's a true story. His name was Dr. Finger. Um, and, <laughs> and, and I'll never forget it. And, you know, in the, in the day, you had to drink that whole thing to clean you out. Still do. Mm -hmm. But it was more. It was like... They used to, I used to bring home like a gallon of this stuff. Um, yes. And he used, to, he used to explain to me that the more you prepared, the more you could do it even in his office, which he didn't do this for anybody. He had to go to the hospital to have it done. The first three were yeah. at the hospital. And then he started doing it in his office. Then he, I woke up and there were all these students around me. And it was been 12 students watching. Oh and I'm like, gosh. hey, Doc, not for nothing, Doc. You know what I'm saying? If I wanted to, <laughs> I would have told you. Uh, he says, Freddie, when you sign the paperwork, because he was a uh, professor, he was a teacher. And uh -huh. I was like, wow. But you're right. Having it done is a whole lot better than putting it off 
And I put it off here yes. in Florida. I got to get it done. Dr. Hare is on my case about everybody. Um, because but you have it in your family, don't you? My grandfather had colon cancer. Um, and I'll never forget the, the, the whole thing he went through. It was horrendous. Yeah. Um, and some other family members. My brother had it, and they, re they caught it in time, removed a tremendous amount of his intestines. Um, but you should do it. Make it like mm -hmm. anything else. You go to the doctor every year, um, and this, I think, is every four years or three years you got it done. Now they have different ways of testing. Yeah. You can have it even mailed. You can mail in yeah. a piece of you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. And they'll tell you, okay, you got to come because you got to look deeper. Or they'll tell you, you know, this is clear. The signs aren't there. They have made it so easy, so easy. that if guard, yeah. I have, I have a... I had a little kid at the house. Did you really? Yes. You haven't done that either. Yeah. I'm going to. I, you know, now that she's brought it up, there's always a message and, and when we have guests and everything else, I'm going to send it in. And I'll tell you, listen, if there's an issue, we need you to come in and we got to look a little deeper. But it's yes. And you had no symptoms. I had no symptoms at all. This this cancer was caught so early, and I'm, and I'm so, so Amen. thankful for that. It was actually a stage zero is if they had to stage it, they said. So I was asymptomatic, but because of the Lynch syndrome gene mutation, that that polyp, that cancer, would have grown into a full-fledged stage four in about 12 months' time. Wow. Yeah. Thankfully, so I feel... you have to go in now for a nephrectomy? You need a hysterectomy too? I actually had a hysterectomy in 2009 for precancerous tumors in my uterus, but they left my ovaries because they said at that time I needed them. <laughs> so I, they left them in. So now I will have those removed. And really, it has just given me so much passion and so much energy. I'm going to follow up with both of you to make sure you get these screenings done. Because as Freddie, you said that your grandfather had this cancer and, and passed away from it. And my brother had this cancer and passed away from it and watching what he went through that cancer spread to every organ in his body from his brain through his entire body and he was such a young man and i never want anybody to face that either as the person having it or the family member or friend watching your loved one go through this we can prevent this with early detection it can be it can be cured and with screening so yeah. often now, we even have a friend at 40 now, they're saying mammograms, um, they're asking for a base at 40, and everyone goes, oh my gosh, I don't think I had to do yeah. a base colonoscopy until 50. And then of course I put it off to like 52, but yeah. I finally did it. And, but we put these things off thinking we're not really aging, it's just a number, but we're really not. Yes. But there's a reason that these are put in place, and if you've got a family history of it, they want you to go in earlier for the screenings, and, and you should. Yes. We talk all the time about fear, and it's our fear yes. of what they might find that keeps most of mm -hmm. us from going in, or we're so busy that yes. we, can't, we can't take an hour or two out of our busy day, mm -hmm. but yet, heaven forbid they find something it's life yes. altering. It is. It is. And if you don't if you don't have the time for the screening, you're certainly not going to have time for the illness. So much better to take the time for the screening. And I I believe that they have moved that age back or up whatever way that is to 45 unless you have a family history and then and then much much earlier. So get your family history and learn really really take the bull by the horns and do this. It's, it's not a horrible procedure. It's not pleasant, but 
it's way better. It's way better than the alternative. Agreed. I mean, they've changed some of yeah. the preps to make it a whole lot easier. Yes. I should yes, I um, wasn't bad for me. It was afterwards. It was all the air they pump in me. So I yes. was worse afterwards before I was fine. It was not a big deal. It was the after I was like, oh, my gosh, it was just full air. But we get, <laughs> yes. over, you know, that should be the worst of what we go through. Well, you know, the, the bottom That's time, right. the bottom line is the, the, the test is, is uncomfortable. OK, but you get through that. But you're right. The disease is even more uncomfortable. And and yeah. unless you go through something like that, it's what it does not only to the individual but to its family members and everybody yeah. else. So if you if you hit the stage and get it done, get it done. You know, is it yes. uncomfortable? Yes. The proceed and it's funny because they've they had a conversation with doctors, Doctor Heron and his people. They have gotten so good at finding things that they didn't see in the day. Yes. But now they understand what it means. They have gotten so technical that the reason they pushed it back to five years is that they can stop you from getting it if you do certain things to the body so they've gotten yes. younger in doing it so they can detect it earlier it's amazing the science is going on with the colon which is a very high place of bacteria so you're dealing with you know that things that go are going to go wrong probably will go wrong has it yes. changed how you are a motivational speaker? Has it changed what you share with people? Yes, it has changed. It really has changed everything. The way that I approach people, I'm much more bold. I'm much more, I'm much more animated. And I don't want to say a get in your face, but I'm not afraid to say what I feel I'm supposed to say in that moment. When I am on stage or right now virtual, it has made me unafraid to bring forth what I feel, what I'm being led to say. And hope over fear, I love the song that you played in the beginning and I've heard that a few times on a few other episodes and I, I just love it, that love is the song and, and, or love is the word and hope is the song. And that's, that is what I am speaking about more and more and more is just choosing that hope over the fear, the fear of the disease, the fear of the screening, the fear of doing what you're called to do, but choosing hope over all of that and and getting out there and really living life every day. Stop worrying about what's gonna happen a week from now. We have today. You don't know if you have tonight. You have this breath that you take, that's all you're guaranteed. So live it with passion. That's my message. I love that. That's a huge message. And you say that all the time. And we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll do this later. And you forget that we're not yeah. always promised later, right? That phone call can right. come at any moment. And you go, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. And why does it take something so earth shattering to change your mindset when you can actually enjoy happiness and the good thing we talked before about when someone passes away, everyone stops. You take off work and you, and you go to, you know, pay your regards. When yeah. something good happens or someone's wedding is, can I make it to the wedding? Can we celebrate this engagement? Well, I'm a little busy and, and you send a text, right? It's yes. changed the mindset into doing something more positive. Well, it's even even more sensitive yeah. is the fact of the, of the deal. You get up in the morning and you're alive. And you know, there's yes. nothing more like appreciating the small things in life, the conversations, yeah. you know, I, I'm always fooling around over here with Slick and, and we go back and forth. I miss that when the weekends come. I miss talking to Dawn. I miss talking to the kids. I miss what I do for a living because 
I don't know, four years ago, I wasn't supposed to do it anymore. That was being taken away from me and we came back. And you don't understand a light bulb has light and you can't appreciate that warmth of a sun because you never took, you take it for granted, man. You take it for granted that what you have in life is supposed to be there. It's not. And until you lose it, you don't know what it's like. Listen, I miss my brother. I lost him over 20 years ago. I lost oh, him. So I lost sorry. my parents a couple of years ago. And until you miss it, until it's no longer there, you just don't get it. So wake up and treat yourself. Do the right thing. Go have the test done. Then go have a dinner yes. or go have something nice. <laughs> Buy yourself a pair of shoes. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't live in guilt. That's exactly right. Living as you say, live the life, man, because this is what God gave us. Live it. Live it up and yes. enjoy. Oh, exactly. Carrie, thank you yes. so much for joining us. Tell us, where are you speaking? How do people follow you and, and share your inspirations? Yes, I would love to have you follow me on Instagram. I am at I am Carrie V, Carrie Veracchio on Facebook. The best way to find me is at my website, coachcarryv.com, and all of my information is there. You can connect with me. I would absolutely love, love the opportunity to connect with you. And what type of coaching do you do? I do life coaching for men and women, and I do group coaching on confidence and clarity and moving your life forward. And that is a women's only group. Sorry, guys. Here you go again. Where is she located? I don't know. Where are you located, hon? I, oh, I am in upstate New York where I'm sorry. I'm trying to feel really sorry for your wind, but <laughs> it's pretty cold today. <laughs> what part of upstate? Where? In Binghamton. Ooh, you way up north. Yeah, way up How north. many feet of snow you got outside? You know, it's been a little, it's been in the 40s the last couple of days, so we had mm. some melt, but outside of our front window, we had about two feet two days ago, so I'm ready for it to be gone. <laughs> wow. Well, you come visit us in Florida, we'll, uh, we'll have a trip I'll on be the there. barbie for you. Right. It Sounds little, amazing. It was warm here. It, so you can't complain over the sunshine that we have. Hey, 42 years no. I lived in New York. And I shoveled buildings that I own. And uh, man, I'm going to tell you, there was so much snow that it used to block the front door. We had to climb out the windows. I hear you. But uh, you don't miss it, here, do you? <laughs> people down here say they miss the change of seasons. You miss what? Uh-uh. No. Not at all. I don't miss that stuff. I wouldn't. Carrie, thank you so much for reaching out to us and sharing your story and inspiring us. Everyone, go get your screening. Whatever screening it is that you're lined up to get, go get it. Find out. And you yes. know what? Odds are you're going to be fine, but just find out what they have to say and then take the necessary precautions of what you need to do. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Stay safe, Carrie. Thank it's you, Carrie. It's a pleasure to meet you. You too. You know, that's really cool. I think I'm going to follow her when she goes on. She does the, the uh, she does it on Facebook, right? Then I'm going to follow her and share it out. Really vital, 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 vital. You know, the important things. It's always about the important things. And it's funny because normally you find one person in the family that doesn't, the other one does My sister, I'm going to ask her. If she's because, done it? Yeah, because I've been chasing her for years. How old was Harry when he had it? Oh, Harry, I think, was 55, 54. Um, but Harry went downhill real quick on us. It was the intestines, and then it was um, heart, and then and then he, one day his heart exploded and everything else. And again, you, you just have to be 
careful what you do. You know, you got to take care of your body. You know, that's, that's what you got to do and go from there. Well, I got a mammogram in a couple of weeks, and you and Batman are going to get your follow-up screening. Yes, I, I'm going to push myself. To Our crew keeps thinking, man, they're getting old. Look at all these days. They got to go to the doctors. Yeah, but, but you know what? They're getting old, too. <laughs> Wait till they hit 30 and something falls off. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. You're, you're in I a different boat. I could have chimed boat. in, but I already, like, I'm already through that. And I think Teddy yeah. has all those things as well. Don't women go to like to the doctor for a lot of different things? Yeah, we go to the doctor for some things. Yeah, just like men. You and you had colonoscopies, and you just had to follow up with the doctor recently yeah, too. Yeah, I had to follow up with the doctor recently. He's saying I, I'm doing good, but he's still like my GI doctors always tell me to change up my diet. But I'm like I'm eating. What diet? That, <laughs> you don't he have a diet. My, my, you have a seafood diet. No, you seafood, you no, eat it. What does he want you to be eating? He mostly wants me to um, catch up more on my fiber. Because I tell him, really? to, yeah, to catch up more, more on my fiber. He's like, um, it all depends on the red meat. But, like, I'll say slow down. He says slow down on the red meat. I mean, it all depends. You like meat. I do. But you eat a lot of chicken, too, no? That's what I told him. Like, that's what I told him. But I'm like. Every time I eat, I don't gain anything. So I we're see that, man. You can out. eat a you can eat a buffalo and you don't gain yeah, weight. Yeah, we're we're trying to figure that out right what now. What about fried foods? Fried food, I try to stay away from it. To be honest with you, fried food um kind of does it kind of does the chemical reaction in my stomach. You know. So you're very sensitive. What's yeah, the name of the thing that Les used to have? IBS. Yeah. Irritable bowel syndrome. No, no, that's Crohn's disease. Crohn's. Do you don't have Crohn's disease? No, I don't have Crohn's. Wow. What is it? I say back in mass, they thought it was, they, they tested me for everything when I was in the hospital, but it wasn't Crohn's, it wasn't, what is it? They thought it was, they thought it was colon cancer. I was like, Jesus. Like, they tested me for everything just in case, like, I, what is it? They want to, they want to nip it in the bud being that I was so young. Do you have, like, a lot of acid reflux? No. You know, you eat everything. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Do you <laughs> have, like, difficulty going to the bathroom at all? Mm, I can't say. Can't say. Besides, I can't say. It's, it's like a mystery district. But no, 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 no difficulty. It's funny. Some people can eat and not gain an ounce. That's and me. some people can eat and think they're gaining an ounce. And some people can <laughs> eat like me and just sniffing food, I gain a pound. <laughs> I mean, I got to stay away from food. I gain weight like crazy. It's different absorptions is all it is. Look who's in the house. Dylan is in the Dylan house. Man. Dylan is on A2. Tell you what, Dylan, let's take a commercial break. When we come back, we got Dylan in the house. Dylan in the house. He's the WNN. Everyone, get your screenings. If you are scheduled to get your screenings, colorectal. It is Colorectal Awareness Month. I had mine, gosh, a year and a half ago. Remember when I had all those stomach issues for years? I put that screening off for months and months and finally went and got it. It was not pleasant, but, but you got to do done. what you got to do, right? You got it done. Give us a call, 888-994-4995, Studio A. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. In Alley Fun, Kids and Cakes. Tune in Saturday morning on the Brooklyn Cafe Kids Television Network at 10 o'clock, where we share fun and ideas. And remember, peace, love, and kindness. The way you live your life says a lot about you. 
the way you choose to commemorate your lifetime can say even more. It's a single event that speaks volumes. So how do you celebrate a life? Dignity Memorial providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are, reflecting your personality and your passions. It should be a perfectly tailored send-off, a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love. We're professionals at catering to your every need, right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, we'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial providers are known for. And why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. Celebration of a lifetime begins here. Looking for a place to get your ice cream fix? Look no further than Cold Stone Creamery. At Cold Stone, we make our ice cream fresh every single day in store. We have over 20 different ice cream base flavors and over 30 different mix-ins to choose from. We also have plenty of signature creations if you don't want to go ahead and choose your own. To end your creation, you could put it in one of our freshly made waffles. We have ice cream cakes, ice cream sandwiches, milkshakes, smoothies, banana splits, sundaes, and so many other things for you to come check out and enjoy. We are the official ice cream store of the Brooklyn Cafe. Hope to see you soon. And remember, it's always a great day for ice cream. Hi, I'm Tracy McDonough, owner and founder of Healing Moments. Healing Moments is a healing playroom, a mind-body-spirit center. Our service is love and compassion, and the environment is soothing, peaceful, and inviting. Every area is designed for healing and peace. We deliver services such as massage therapy or lymphatic drainage, energy healing and Reiki, chakra balancing, physical vascular therapy for circulation and pain, vibrational medicine using frequencies and oils, and music in order to calm and relax your mind, body, and spirit. We also offer detoxification services using infrared sauna, ionic foot baths, and power plates. All of our modalities are designed to reduce stress, anxiety, induce relaxation, relieve pain, and provide detoxification and inflammation reduction for optimal healing and wellness. I'm beautiful just the way I am. I'm beautiful just the way I am. And I'm radiating love, radiating love. Attracting all the good that I can Oh, I'm beautiful just the way I am MuseApp is a music subscription app combining affirmations and meditations. The mixing of music and positive affirmations will take you on a positive journey towards healing. 
Download your app today, available on iPhone or Android, or contact Leslie Carmen at 561-405-9577. Musaff, that's M-U-S-A-F-F, on Apple or Android. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. I'm not quite sure I know when to do the bell. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Wow, we're all sitting here. Everyone's still exhausted from yesterday. What an event is all I can tell you. I tell you, you outdid yourself. I, uh, don't you get tired, Batman? I, I, I can't afford to get tired. Slick's but, tired. But Teddy, I, you know, Teddy's like, I got to go to bed. It's funny. I, I wanted, we thanked the kids and everything else. Teddy, again, you know what they did. My son and, and these guys yeah. all got together and did what they did. Poor um, Sasa and, uh, and Taylor melted in the sun. And yeah. they did a lot of walking because they were bringing over the people as well. Um, but, you know, I forgot to say thank you. Me? Yeah, you. Because without you, none of this would be here. Truthfully, truthfully. And you know something? I know my lane. I know what I can, I know what I can do. That's my phone. And I know what I cannot do. Um, but I want to thank you because very few people can actually keep up to my craziness, not the <laughs> other way around. And, and not even Dylan. Dylan was sure about a wire before. Yeah, I'm very sure. I'll pay. I'll put a thousand dollars that you couldn't keep up to my craziness. All right. But the bottom line here is that you did, uh, and you put it together. And no matter what anybody says in this business, I know the truth. When you came with that fifty pounds of sand, really, you were supposed to get a five a five pound barbell or something, and you come with a fifty pound bag of sand. Oh, I know. It's just crazy. You should have seen me trying to get it from the bottom shelf, thinking, oh, my gosh. And it's like, oh, you think that you bend, you squat, you lift it, and then you kind of just get it in the cart. But then I have to get it out of the cart back into my car. But I did it. Now, you know what happens when a man lifts something and hurts himself, right? You know what happens. Or you don't. Something falls off. With women, something gets bigger, I guess. I don't know how the hell you pick that thing up. I mean, that thing was awkward. My goodness. I was asking gracious. if she's seen any orange aprons, but she's like, I didn't find any orange aprons. There were no orange aprons around to help me. This, this Home Depot had no one working at it. <laughs> no one. I had to self-checkout, too. There was no one working at Home Depot yesterday. There was one lady who I was either in her 70s or 80s, and I knew she was not going to be able to lift this for me. Um, so you do what you have to do, but thank you. But thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you because, you know, a lot of people don't understand what it takes to put one of these bad boys together. And, and I got to tell you, take a deep breath because now that I know we could do this, it opened up the door to so many other things that we can do. There isn't too many no's we can't no more. We just have to be a little bit careful the way we do it. But nonetheless, so did you learn anything yesterday? Oh, I learned about um, 
imported diamonds yesterday because you guys had an imported diamond person. I, I learned about like a lot oh, of people. Right. Um, I forgot about actually. Besides the jobs that they had were really good jobs. They kind of stopped what they were doing to create something that they were very passionate about. Like from what I seen and what you guys were like, I'll say displaying is like, I'll say a whole bunch of new talent that are actually following their dreams because I mean, I heard one person said she was a nurse. I mean, nurse bring this up. (laughs) Nurse pays good money. The fact that she, the fact that she says she wants to go like start a clothing line is kind of like, I mean, it's out of the blue. Like uh, I'm pretty sure she had a lot of opposition saying, why are you starting a clothing line? You're a nurse. You should be um, worried about your pension and worried about your money and worried about everything else. But she's like, I just want to do it because she's very passionate about it. Actually, she even said she wanted to do something that she was happy about doing. And she wasn't happy in the nursing, in the future of the nursing career. And she dropped it and went towards um, towards clothing. And I I, I used your name and sent her um, a text about coming on the show because she's a newbie. She's yeah. only been doing it, I think, three months? A couple months, yeah. yeah. So she's a newbie, and the lady with the diamonds that you pointed out was also, she's been around a couple of years. Tiffany's trinkets. <laughs> when you follow your passion, right, it's, it's like when people said, was it a successful event? Success is measured in so many different levels. Most Success definitely. to me for yesterday was our crew all showed up. They did what they had to do. It happened, it worked. We did what we were contracted to do before even more with the radio station, even gave more PR, the event. And then afterwards, they unloaded everything. Everything's been put back together. The studio's been set up. So success, 100%. We're down to camera. That's the price of doing business. But as an event as a whole, what success is measured for me? Yeah, all day long. And everybody that came over was so grateful, and so gracious and so nice. and. There were people there, and again, I apologize. I don't know who they were with the mask. The mask, I know. I don't know, but I said thank you for, for tuning in and for being uh, with us and writing in. We have some more work to do to try to get people more and more involved and getting them away from being fearful because this is, you saw the Johnson & Johnson, 40, ooh, let me get this right, 40 or 40, 40 or 4 million shots will be delivered by tomorrow. I wow. think it's four it's the the million. Wow. They want to have 10 million by the end of March. I think that's right. But they are pushing it out. UPS came up with a new delivery system where every vial now goes through the packaging and they can tell you where every vial is. There are some instances where they were saying at the end of the day, if they have one shot left and they're closing, they throw that one shot out. All the time. No more. No more. Now they want you to give it to somebody who's going to be picking them up, going to knock on doors, and if it's one shot left in that vial, they're going to use it. Yep. It's about damn time. Yeah, that's what they've been doing in nursing homes because they were not allowed to give it to someone that wasn't considered essential or first responder of the age. That's the stupidest so thing I've ever heard. Stupidest thing I've ever heard. I know. With so many, man, you can go on the street right now and say, sir, what is your name? Would you like a shot? Or how about the spouse? Or How about anybody? Exactly. How about anybody? Do not yeah. let any of the medicine go to waste. Yep. Just, I, it just frustrates me. But we keep going. We're going to move on to a happier subject. I kind of wish Cracker Barrel was here. We're going to be having Marcy Gutenberg and Keith Willer join us virtually. They are, I believe, in Fort Lauderdale area. 
wedding invitation event planning. I think that is back on the books. I think people are getting married again. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? Hi, Marcy. Hi, Keith. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you very much. It's great to be on. Marcy, we just need you to turn on your audio. We hear Keith. We just don't hear Marcy. Hello. There, there you go. go. Thank you so much for having us today. It's a pleasure. Are you both in Fort Lauderdale? We are. Yeah. Well, t Keith, tell us you do event planning and Marcy does invitations, correct? Correct. So I'm an event planner and uh, the president of the local chapter of NACE, which is the National Association of Catering Events. Marcy Gutenberg is the immediate past president, so I took on her role. And uh, both of us host a weekly podcast called Behind the Veil. So it's awesome. We have a great teamwork down here. Behind the Veil. I love that. That is so cool. Now, has, has event planning for weddings, they've changed, obviously. Everything has been shrunk down to size. Do you see a change again now that more people are getting shots and things of that nature? Has the, has the waters warmed? Is it a little bit different? Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people are still doing it like always. No, they're definitely not doing it as always. I mean, it, socially distant practices for, uh, you know, March 13th was kind of our last major event that happened here in South Florida. Mm -hmm. And then uh, starting back in about October, events started coming back, but cautiously with lots of different pieces and parts being put into place, especially socially distant. Um, but how they are invited, I'm going to leave up to Marcy because that's actually the very first part of any type of wedding is the invitation and the, the process of having to change of date. So I'm going to turn that over to Marcy. And I think our crew, you guys, we have um, email, they sent us some pictures. So let's put up a quad and we can go through those also. But Marcy, how are people being invited now? So we, when everything did shut down, um, we actually had a lot of scrambling to do. Keith had a lot of scrambling to do. Um, we all had to reschedule and people were sending out, um, you know, cancellations or they were contacting all of their guests to advise them of the updates or putting them on a website and sending out um, e-blasts. Um, right now, people are doing more of a hybrid uh, event that might go on for a little while, depending on how the um, COVID restrictions start lifting up and how people are reacting to the um, vaccines. And so people, well, I'm sorry? What's a hybrid event? A hybrid event is something that has a virtual component in addition to the on-site event. So that way they can interact or at least watch and see what is going on and be a little bit, you know, involved in some way, shape or form. So think of it as a Zoom call, but, but with the wedding in the background. So, you know, we've we've been able to obviously before COVID, nobody even understood Zoom calls or even this virtual world, really. And Zoom has now become part of everybody's daily life. And so now we've integrated that into the weddings themselves. And so that way people near and far can be involved and it's something that's never going to go away because one of the things that we learned is that you know it's a great opportunity to involve everybody in the wedding regardless of either financial difficulties or health difficulties even in the future when we we go back to normal quote unquote i think the zoom component will consistently be a part of it you see that yes. changing can you guys hear I'm me so sorry, please with the email i'm sorry i can't hear you that well You've seen that changing. So this is one of the pictures that Keith, you sent. Yes. 
Is this? Oh, okay. So, sorry, lower right corner. Yeah. So, what you're seeing here is um, a wedding that we did in November. Originally, it was supposed to be inside the ballroom, uh, and of course, because of COVID restrictions, we really needed to think outside of the box about what we could do in order to make sure that the wedding can, could continue. And so, we went to the roof. Actually, you're looking at the roof of the Pelican Grand, a, a space that had never really been used for social events before. Um, but because of COVID, we wanted to have an open air space that was still looking over this beautiful, you know, beach area. Because what you can't see is right past that railing is the, the beach. Uh, and so we tinted it with a clear tent and did some very simple lighting. But we were still able to do an incredible, over-the-top, beautiful wedding in the same location, just with a, a little twist of the logistics. Look how beautiful. That's on the roof. Where's the Pelican Grand? So the Pelican Grand is right on A1A, just past, just near Oakland Park. So if you're in South Florida, it's in Fort Lauderdale, um, towards the northern end, northern end of Fort Lauderdale on the beach. Between Oakland Park and Sunrise. That yeah. is beautiful. And Marcy, you yeah, see like I said, invitations sorry. are different. Also, invitations are different right now. I mean, for example. I'm going to actually show you one that I recently did for a client. It was a fur bat mitzvah, and we did two different invitations, one which was for um, the on-site event, and they had an option of being off-site if they didn't choose to be present because of COVID. The other one was strict, strictly for their virtual attendees only. So we did two different events. This one right here on the... On this side here, this is uh, strictly for the guests that are attending um, off-site only. And then this frame right here, this was for the on-site and the choice of virtual. And then they had an uh, an evening, I don't know if you can see it, an evening yep. um, event, or no, an afternoon event for the kids. Are you seeing different changes in price point on events as well that people are maybe, I remember when my kids had the bar and bat mitzvahs, what we spent on invitations was just like insanity. And then you realize, why are we doing this? Because, I mean, you know, the handmade and then they're printed on the back. This was created by so-and-so. And you think, wow, for an invitation. They're but still doing people it. People are still doing this. They're still right. doing well, it. And that's your first impression. So, yeah. like, you know, as many people say, you know, uh, invitations, you know, maybe we should be a little bit more, you know, uh, budget friendly when it comes to invitations. I say, you know, with the invitations itself, and Marcy will, hopefully will agree with this, is that that's your very first kind of what is this event going to be like. And tell me, Chandler, let's change the picture. Events, this is beautiful. I love this Thank picture. You. Yeah, I do too. So this was uh, this was Lola and Gary's wedding, the same one that we were just looking at, that which was the rooftop. As you can see, it is a socially distant ceremony, yet it still feels very complete and very, you know, uh, it doesn't feel like it makes people feel separate. It's still very all-consuming and allows everybody to be a, a part of the overall experience. And it, of course, it's on the beach, so you know it's very difficult to have a bad ceremony on the beach. But again, socially distant, but yet it didn't feel like it was odd. It felt very much part of the norm. And that's, and that's the struggle. You know, that's the struggle us being able to still do these weddings and be able to balance the, the joy of everybody, the comfort of everyone, because everybody has different um, kind of comfort levels when it comes to COVID. Some people are like very much, I need a mask. I need to stay 
10 feet away, not just six feet, but 10 feet away. And I don't want to be in an enclosed area while others are like, bring it in, give me a hug, you know, no mask. And so being able to balance a wedding with all of those different types of personalities is, is become part of our norm seriously and and for this particular wedding actually the mother of the groom did not feel comfortable staying for dinner so she came to the ceremony we worked into the schedule that she was able to do a speech towards the beginning of the dinner and then she left but we made it uh, we did it in a way that it didn't feel odd or random and and honestly people didn't even realize that she had left the party until much later are you seeing the, the same amount of time from getting engaged to the wedding? Because lately what I've seen, it's a much shorter engagement. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, this, and, and Marcy can, can uh, talk about the, the invitation process on such a short, uh, short experience, but I have a wedding. Because I've seen two weddings yeah. this weekend of people who have kids my kids' ages. I'm thinking weddings already. I just think I saw the, the engagement a couple months ago on social media. And, and then you start thinking, well, we all think, right, are she pregnant? Or, but I don't even think that's the case. I think it's just, I don't know what it is. All of a sudden, everyone got married this weekend. She's pregnant? Well, right, remember you yeah, know, like a shotgun wedding? Actually, I have, nothing, I have nothing to do with that comment. Sorry. That's funny. Well, actually, this, this picture that you have up, the bride here is actually four months pregnant. Of course <laughs> she is. We had to change your dress a little bit, but yeah, so weddings, like I have a wedding at the Ritz-Carlton in Bell Harbor on March 13th, so just in a couple of weeks, and we have 75 days to pull it together. Uh, and, and Marcy, obviously, is tasked with creating these invitations in a very quick way, and so I'll just yeah. say to Marcy. Yes, I mean, so like, for example, with Lola and Gary's wedding, the one that you see in the picture here, we did something very ethereal because it was beach, you know, it's a beach wedding. So this was the invitation, very, it was all a rose gold kind of um, lettering. And yeah, so a, a white invitation. It's just, you know, I mean, you really have to take into consideration the clients, not just the budget, but the style of the event that they want to prepare, you know, put forward for their guests. You also want to showcase the fact that where they're having it and you want to set the right tone because you obviously you want the guests to know what they're walking into and how to dress and, and how, what their expectation is, is all set by the invitation because it's the first tangible item that they get in hand before the event day. You know, I, I got I to tell you, I, I, have to, I have to compliment you guys on the creativity of this because yesterday we had done an event at a park and I felt different. If I'm going to a wedding at a beach, I feel different. I feel like it's okay to be at a wedding. You know, you go to the indoor weddings and maybe they have mm -hmm. 20 people and you're beginning to look around saying, mm, is this okay? But this whole scenario on the beach I mean, I don't yeah. know how big of a beach you can get, but there's a lot of things you and you can change the creativity on this thing and do a luau or do volleyball. All of a sudden, it isn't about putting on and spending a ton of money on clothes. You're gonna be maybe dressing rooms where you change into a Hawaiian shirt and stuff. I just love this. I think this is amazing. Well, right. and you know, one of the things that comes up a lot actually is is how do you get across COVID safety? 
on an invitation. And we just did a whole show about this, actually, is about how do you make sure that people, that your guests, understand what is going to be happening, what kind of safety protocols are, are in place, and even kind of the current, like, what are the restrictions in the county? And so Marcy uh, spoke on this. So again, I'm going to defer to Marcy for that, because okay. she really was the, the expert when it came to, you know, that, that communication. So with COVID, there are so many, you know, restrictions and guidelines that, you know, either the community, the county or the state puts forth and it's up to the event planner like Keith to uh, put together all of the details for being on site. Beforehand, you can, there's a few ways to go about it. You can either put it on an enclosure card or I would recommend maybe doing a website and directing your guests to the website. And this way you can put as much detail as you want if you do the website, whereas an enclosure card, there's only so much uh, real estate on, on a card. Um, there's just an opportunity to let them know what they're walking into, what, you know, don't be surprised, you know, this is what's going to be asked of you. Some people will take it as far as either testing their guests on site or having them do a, um, a, a test beforehand and providing documentation and so forth. So there's there's just a multitude of ways that different different couples are going through the process at this point. And it and, well, and what, up to us to find out what are they wanting to do? How do they want to handle it? What, and what I loved is that she brought up on the show is that um, put the all the COVID restrictions or any of that COVID information on a separate insert so that your invitation is then saved for prosperity without having to uh, include COVID notifications in it, which I thought was just a lovely idea, because why not? Because years from now, you're gonna be looking at that invitation, and do you really wanna see COVID-19 across your main invitation? Probably not. So a separate enclosure card. And having you do this event planning, but I'm telling you what I've seen is, I saw one wedding that was at a plantation over the weekend that looks absolutely spectacular. And then I saw yep. another wedding that looked like it was a little more low key locally with just immediate family. And, you know, you saw the bride and groom going through, I guess, the sparklers as as they walked there. But I'm telling you, honest to goodness, I remember seeing the engagements during COVID. You know, your mind frame is like when you saw them all posted. And I think yep. they're happening quicker and quicker. They really are. I'm I mean, sorry. that's the thing is that people... People are done. Uh, that people are tired of waiting. To be honest, they've waited so long to get married, and you know, people put off all of this joy and love and anticipation for six months a year, and now they're ready to move forward. But they're not just ready to move forward; they're ready to move forward quickly. They already have a very clear idea of what their wedding is going to be looking like because they've been thinking about it for a year, and so now they're like, "Let's go, done. Let's move forward. Three months, great." It makes it a whole look at this rooftop. Is this the rooftop? It is. So this is a daytime yes. shot. Uh, so that way you can that. really see the difference. Yeah. And you put all of this together. Correct. So I do everything from the tent, the flowers, to the linen, to the chairs, to the location, to the photography. So I help them find a photographer that fits in their budget that makes sense because everybody has different budgets. Not everybody has a Kim Kardashian budget because that's just not the world that we live in. You know, you got to make sure that people can still afford their house, that they can still afford their, their car without putting money on credit cards because 
telling you right now, if you put money on a credit card, I will personally come after you because smack you for that 23% interest. Who wants to do that? So, you know, you got to be careful about people's budgets and making sure that they, they fit in. And one of the things that, you know, with Marcy and I, if we've developed a very strong connection with our clients and making sure that we honor their limits and their budgets and, you know, where they're coming from to ensure that they not only have an amazing time doing the wedding, but they don't look back at it with regret, especially with financial regret. And that's, that is the key. That is the key. Can you do it on a small budget? What's a small budget for a wedding? Well, it depends on the number of people. It really does. At the end of the day, you know, most budgets are going to be, are going to be, um, based on your number of guests. So if you have 150 guests, don't assume that you're gonna be able to do it on a small budget. You just can't. Uh, if you have 30 guests, absolutely, 100%. But that's, and that also comes with invitations. So the less the less amount of invitations that you have, the smaller the cost is gonna be. True that too. And it's interesting, if you got 150 and you want a small budget, you cut it down to 30. Well, now I think 100%. Probably, people probably can. Maybe now's a good time. You can say, you know what, I just, we can't have this many people. We're going to keep it smaller. And then, like, Jay Farrow did, one of our hosts for a long time. He got married, and it got postponed a couple times because of COVID. And finally, he said, I'm not waiting anymore. They did it at Viscaya. Right. It was a lot smaller. I can't yep. tell you his budget was less because then they had multiple bands, and they had multiple food stations. But then there was the streaming side. And he just said, I can't. The venue was even more because they went to Viscaya. But it was a more intimate right. event. You and I weren't there. So it was well, and that's, and that's the thing is that we're finding that uh, guests are expanding on their experience per person. Yeah, but, yeah. So before where you would have 150 people, you might be able to, to afford a, a salad entree cake, wedding cake, so to speak. If you cut that down to 30, but your budget still remains fairly similar, you get to do a lot more. I mean, I mean, the experience of, of having the same budget for 150 versus 30, I mean, just there's just so much more that can happen and, and so many more intimate moments. Look how, so, look how distant everyone is. This is the most interesting seating arrangement. Everyone just kind of sits where they want. Well, and this is, you know, the seats were actually placed six feet apart and then six feet in front and back. So wow. it was done like a grid. So what you're seeing here is actually the aisle of, of the uh, ceremony. But of course, it looks very different because of the angle of the camera. But again, gorgeous skyline, gorgeous photos. You're not going to look back at this photo and think COVID. You're going to look back at this photo and think, oh my God, gorgeous location. Look at that sunset. Amazing. And something to be said about the uh, invitation, I would, you know, recommend anything to do with the word COVID, leaving it off of your invitation and putting it on a separate card. Because when they look back at the invitation down the road, they don't need to necessarily think about COVID. They can think about their experience. It's incredible. Is it still six weeks lead time on invitations? Six weeks. Um, no, sometimes you can actually get them a little less than that. Um, I I can usually get them usually within a four week time frame, up to three months or more, depending on the complexity of it, whether it's custom artwork and so forth. But usually, I could you know I could usually get them out within a four week time frame. And so, by the way, the photo that you have up is actually, if you look at the top of the, uh, the hotel, that blue area, that's actually where the wedding took place. So it shows where the roof of the building, that's just to give you an idea of where it was located in the hotel. See, I like the creativity. I mean, I, you know, I've been married a couple of times. I've gone to a hundred weddings. 
and it's always been in the enclosed area. But because of Florida, you're able to do different things. I like the creativity. Having people involved in things that are fun is kind of cool. I know somebody that did a wedding on a beach, and they had tuxedo shirts. Not a tuxedo. T-shirts. Tuxedo t-shirts <laughs> with shorts and flip-flops. And they went on the beach. They put a dance floor on the beach. Big, big dance floor so you could spread out. They brought a band in. They had a DJ. I don't know how the hell they did all that. I guess they were running lines. And my goodness gracious, they had, and then the, it went to dark and they had the torches. It was yeah. unbelievable. Wow. The fun well, was unbelievable. They didn't leave until it was over, which was really a strange in my day anyway. Well, my, my own wedding actually was done on a glass bottom boat because I wanted, you know, as a wedding planner, I had so many people that were wanting to be involved with it. So I knew that I needed to find a location that would allow me to be able to tell people, I'm sorry, I had to make some really difficult choices because of the size of the venue, which is a great excuse, by the way, for anybody out there that is looking to downsize their wedding, blame it on the size of the venue. But anyway, so I had it on a glass bottom boat because why not? If you have people coming in from all over the country to Florida, one of the things that they're going to want to do is be do something touristy. So why not incorporate it and have some fun with your wedding? It doesn't have to be always so serious. That's I love amazing. that. I that, want to take a commercial break. That's the fun part. They put a volleyball set in the water. So the water was around their knees, and they were playing volleyball in the ocean. I could see Gio doing that. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. But, man, did they have fun. That's what it's all about. Can you guys stay with us? Because when we come back, I want to hear about your podcast. Yes. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. All right, let's take a commercial break. When we come back, more with a, what's it called? Behind the Veil. Thank you. Behind the veil. Never give up hope. You too could get married again, Batman. <laughs> We're going to commercial. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Are your health issues stopping you from living the life you've imagined? Are you unable to do the things you want to do due to chronic pain or chronic health issues? Have you seen many doctors, taken multiple medications, but are still suffering? Or are you simply looking for ways to boost your immune system and live a long and healthy life? Total Holistic Center is the solution you've been looking for. We provide you with out-of-the-box, cutting-edge scientific technologies for true health, wellness, and anti-aging via phone, in-person, or virtual video consultations. Some of our services include total wellness consultations where we dig deeper into underlying root causes of chronic health issues and personalize 360 wellness protocols customized specifically just for you based on your individualized biomarkers. Visit us at www.totalholisticcenter.com or call us at 561-323-4994. 48 Star Collectibles is your one-stop shop for all things memorabilia. They have movie posters, comic books, vinyl records, lobby cards, vintage televisions and radios, all in excellent condition. They even have autographed posters from some of your most popular film and artists. All of their products are guaranteed to be authentic and in excellent condition. out their website at 48starcollectibles.com to purchase the most authentic memorabilia around. 
Lost Harbor Spirits, a world where pirates inspire our spirits, treasures remain undiscovered, and flavors are infused with the essence of mysterious voyages. We invite you to join us on our journey inspired by the undiscovered Spanish fleets lost in the 1600s, the treasures that have been buried with them, and of course, the lost harbors that remain abandoned on the foggy coasts of Florida. Proudly distilling in West Palm Beach, Lost Harbor Spirits is a true treasure waiting to be discovered. AMP Media Productions is proud to announce their affiliation with Comcast Corporation, producing television commercials for Florida. We have a unique opportunity for businesses or individuals to place a commercial on 21 channels with a reduced rate that has never been seen before. You can have an amazing commercial, just like these, made for you and your business. For more information, call us at 866-224-5422 and join the AMP Media family. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have a platform you deserve to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 55312. That's C-A-F-E. To 55312 or call us at 866-224-5422. Your voice can make a difference. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie X. Cafe TV, our friend Michelle came in. We haven't seen her in a while, so filling us in a little bit on what's going on, what we get to do during commercial break. Interesting. But yeah, creativity of weddings, isn't that I love like the rooftop idea. That was pretty cool. You've never been to a rooftop wedding? Well, we've got Marcy and Keith with, with us, not a rooftop that's never been prepared for a wedding. Oh, they well created this, which is remarkable. That's true. That's true. That's a little bit different. Right? I just remember on the roof in my dorm room Do you remember with the my silver <laughs> getting sun at University of Miami. That's what I did on the rooftop. 
Do you remember the Loud craziest like the, the craziest wedding you were ever at? Craziest wedding. I remember going to, you know, it's all different. We had friends who lived up in Deal, New Jersey, in Brooklyn, and then Deal for the summer, and they would go there for the weddings, and they would have like a thousand people, and there'd be a hundred chairs. So it was like musical chairs, and they just assumed that people were going to come and go. So different cultures. It's totally different. In Jewish religion, you always call the wedding for 30 minutes before. When you're Jewish mm -hmm. and you're Sephardic, it's like a three-hour difference in you window. You call the wedding. So, like, if the wedding you wanted to start at 7.30, when the clock's moving up, you call it for, like, 7. What does that mean? It means on the invitation it says 7, but you know you're really not going to maybe start till 7.40 to get people uh. to come. And, but that was kind of the wow. most interesting, is when there's not enough chairs or tables, because they... Culturally, it's different. People just come and go. Right. There's not enough tables. Well, and, what? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, and, and for these for these weddings, actually, you would do a cocktail reception ahead of time to draw people there. Because we've run into that before where people are, like, always late. But they're never late for an open bar. So you open up, <laughs> you do an open bar ahead <laughs> of the wedding, get everybody there, do the wedding, and then you, you do the party afterwards. So I, I would highly recommend that to anybody that has you know, a, a consistency with being late in their family, do an open bar before the, the wedding. You'll be, uh, you'll be uh, thrilled with the result. Aren't, aren't all weddings have open bars? Aren't all weddings Not all, open bars? So, you know, sometimes, no. sometimes it's a cash bar. It's, and, you know, and that's a really sad part of it. If, if somebody has a wedding that has a cash bar, I, it's not one of those that I would be ready to jump into going to because I feel like that's a basic. I think that if, if somebody's going to give up their time and their energy, you got to give them food and beverage without it costing them extra money because it does cost it does cost people to be able to go to a wedding. Yeah, even if you just make a wine and beer, if that's more budget friendly, at least you know they're getting something. You've been to a cash bar? No. At a wedding? No. no. I, I would complain. I would say, wait a minute, who set this thing up? Are you kidding me? <laughs> No, I never saw that. But before. I've been to one where they just serve wine or beer, and not yeah. about alcohol. Well, and I, well, but I used to work for the hotel side of it. I was the director of catering for Ritz Carlton and Hyatt Regency Pier sixty six. So I got to see all of it. You know, all different budget levels, all different kind of like what people would want to try to do. And of course, it's not my job to complain about what other people are planning. So when I was on the hotel side of it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Somebody, there were a couple of weddings that that they said they wanted to do a cash bar. I was like, wow. it's well, your wedding. When it's your were you wedding. At, but, when were you at but Pier ultimately, 66? So I was at Hyatt Pier 66 uh, 10 years ago, and then I was at the Ritz-Carlton uh, five years ago. So wow. progression. Marcy, what were you saying? I was going to say, you know, people have a little bit of a disillusion when it comes to beer and wine because the cost of a, a glass of beer or wine is ultimately close to the cost of a cocktail. So it's really, you're not really saving too much at that point. And so people really worry about it. Just go for it. And right, honestly, so well, and honestly, if you want to save some money, do a, do a, a consumption bar. So you're That's only paying for the drinks that are Consumption versus a first. flat fee. What do you recommend? It depends on the depends size on of the wedding. And, <laughs> and yeah, and, and the, the, you know your family, you know your friends, you know they're big drinkers. What's a consumption fee? It's what the basically hell is that? it's it's basically a cash bar, but the difference is your guests are not paying cash. The bartenders are writing down how many drinks they are serving, and then you only pay for the number of drinks that were actually served. Versus an open bar, which is basically a flat fee, a flat fee 
for the whole night. You know, usually it's 15 to $20 an hour. And so if you feel like your guests are going to drink less than basically $20 an hour of drinks, then maybe a consumption bar might be something to think about. But to be honest, for ease of planning, I, I always try to push people to an open bar. I feel like that's that's an easier way because then you can get into arguments about how many drinks were actually served and did they overcount and it, it, it becomes a whole thing. And you know what you're getting into as well. Puerto Rican bars, yeah. we don't even count. <laughs> he says, just back it up. My, my son's wedding, they took an ice sculpture. There were people drinking off of that. Yeah, it would be you. Well. <laughs> it just so cool. With your mouth, I remember well, the pictures it, for you guys sent me with your mouth at the bottom of the, the I funnel. know, that was so stupid of us. Oh, pre-COVID. That's totally pre-COVID. <laughs> yes. It was pre a lot of things that night. But I gotta tell you, I've never heard of restrictions like this. A close count this? Are you kidding me? Well, if you figure based yeah. on the price, four drinks per person, if you know most of your crowd isn't going to drink four drinks per person. You know people who go to a wedding have four drinks? But that's sometimes what they charge you. So say maybe it's $60 open bar on top of the yep. food. I don't drink in well, and $60, you, but you do. Well, and if you if average cost of your drink is $13 or $15, hotel pricing, I'm saying right. hotel pricing. You know, if you multiply that by four four drinks or five drinks, does that equal or is it greater than your $60 open bar? If it is, do an open bar. Is it cheaper to have it on the beach with a bar? <laughs> Just <laughs> well, it depends, on, it depends on the beach and it depends on the bar. <laughs> well, tell us about your podcast, Marcy. So actually, Keith is actually the brainchild of that project. Um, we, uh, are, because we're involved with an association and we were, you know, we do a lot of work together outside of the association. Yep. We just wanted something that was going to bring some awareness to people in the community, whether it was business, um, you know, professional people, or if they were go, uh, going to be the couples that were going to be listening and giving them some education and some outlet to hear about weddings and, and what can we do to help them overcome the process of COVID and move on and whether they're booking a new date, whether they're changing the, the style of the event, anything to do with weddings that's the show. I mean, and then we have a great time that every week it's something different, different topic, different guests. And it's just really yeah. exciting. When does it air? Well, so, well, and we started it. I actually started, the whole idea was that um, for, you know, March 13th, like I said, was kind of the, the drop date for all these events. And about mid April, I kept having my clients say, I don't know what I would have done without you because of all the different contract negotiations, the move dates, all of those things. And then I started thinking about because we are a service organization, meaning NACE, National Association of Catering Events, name drop there. Um, you know, because we're a service or organization that is about educating our South Florida community, about educating our vendors down here that are part of the hospitality industry, I realized that there were there were lots of couples out there that didn't have an event professional attached with them and basically had nowhere to turn for for answers. So I I got a group of people. Marcy was one of the first, obviously, and then um, several other event planners. And we did a Zoom call that we pushed out onto Facebook Live and we. Uh, put out there like it, people could ask us questions live. Well, it was hugely popular and we had so many people. I mean, we must've had, I don't know, a couple hundred people tune in just on the very first Zoom call. I and guess. so we did it again. 
and then we did it again, and then we did it again. And then we started realizing that, you know, the questions that were being asked were much more diverse than we could have ever anticipated. So then we did a, a show about mental health and wellness while planning during the age of COVID. And we had a psychologist on to answer those questions. Following that, we had a, an estate professional, a lawyer that does it, wills and estates because there were people that were, had pushed off their wedding that one of them got sick and unfortunately passed away, but then there was no protection for the, the surviving spouse because they weren't legally married yet. Wow. And so therefore they didn't have the same protections under the law. So that, that show was a little sad, but it was also very informative. And then we had lawyers on to talk about, you know, what things you need to be looking out for in your, in your contracts and, you know, what does a force majeure actually mean? Cause there's multiple definitions of force majeure. And of course, a lot of people are dealing with that because of the, uh, the, the pod, uh, because of the COVID. And as this went on, we just kept, you know, I just kept developing it even further. So we changed it from Zoom to StreamYard, which is our, our platform that we use every every Tuesday. We uh, increased the, the kind of um, ads that we were doing. We increased, we just made it a little bit more professional. And, and Marcy was a big component of why we're actually still on air because about show 18 i was like why are we still doing this are we really reaching the the audience that we should be reaching because we were reaching about five or six hundred a week and i i literally was had this moment of like maybe we should stop and marcy's like no 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 please are you kidding this is the one thing i get to look forward to every week it's a you know it's a crappy it's a crappy time and and by uh, episode 22, we were had you know between two and six thousand viewers. It it dramatically jumped and, within a couple of shows. Yeah, so it, she she made sure that we stuck it out. And now we're on uh, iHeartRadio, um, mm -hmm. uh, iTunes, and several other mediums to um, to people to be able to get Spotify, their podcast. Pandora. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a YouTube channel that's, you know, Keith Willard events. So if you go to YouTube backslash C backslash Keith Willard events, you'll see all of the past episodes of Behind the Veil. But then you can also look us up on iTunes or Pandora or Spotify um, for our podcast, because we now convert the show over to an audio file that is then um, pushed out. And it's always live, just like this. It's always live. So you never know what people are going to say. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow, that is tremendous. And how do people reach you as far as uh, wedding and event planning and invitations? Marcy? Um, so you can reach me at um, www.rsv, as in Victor, P as in Paul, S as in Sam, the number four, the letter U.com. And my, my company is An Affair to Remember by Marcy. Um, we actually recently did a show on trends, and I, I'll show you a few of the trends that um, some of your your uh, viewers will be able to um, kind of take with them today, and then I'll let I'll let Keith talk first. Oh well, super easy. My it's keithwillardevents.com. Everything's Keith Willard. So if you go to any of my social media, it's all at Keith Willard. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. It's all at Keith Willard. Uh, or at info at keithwillardevents.com or look us up on Behind the Veil on YouTube, iHeart, and Pandora. Awesome. Thank you guys both so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Great. And Do I you want to a couple of uh, invitations just for some trends? Uh, we got about have time? Minutes. Okay. Two so minutes. just to give you an idea. So the colors for the year that Pantone puts out 
right now is Illuminating, which is a bright yellow and Ultimate Gray, which is great. But down in Florida, we have the ocean and the <laughs> ocean color, the, 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 the blue colors, those are going to be super hot this year. Um, also, just to kind of give you a little bit of, these are gorgeous invitations. Um, this was done actually, this was one of Keith's clients that they did yep. down at the Ritz. Uh, no, I'm sorry, the Biltmore, excuse me. This is the Biltmore. Mm -hmm. And as you can see, it's got a very sparkly edge. Um, it's a beautiful invitation. Um, as is, this one is gorgeous. It's an acrylic. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, this one is really pretty. Um, and then, you know, you've got the matching envelopes, um, but you know, they really, they, they, you can get them in any style. The biggest trend of coming up this year is watercolors and flowers. So just to kind of give you, I don't know if you can see this one or not. Beautiful. Wow. That's watercolors are big. Flowers are very, very big for the, for this year. I mean, that is the hottest trend. Um, there's also a little bit of nostalgia coming in from the 70s. Uh, a little bohemian is coming back in. But uh, those are going to be super hot this year. Awesome. Well, thank and you it's great so because we go along with the uh, events thank that are you, outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us. We got to take a thank commercial you. break. Keith Willard, thank you. Marcy Gutenberg, thank you. Thank you. Thank guys. you. Behind the veil. Love being on the show, guys. You're amazing. Thanks so much. Let's take a commercial break. When we come back, chit-chat with our friend Michelle. Sure. sure. Stay tuned. <laughs> Do you need a strong cup of coffee to get you through your day? Try your very own Brooklyn Cafe Show coffee. The official coffee of the Brooklyn Cafe Show. You can pick up a bag from us or two. Contact us at 866-224-5422 or just stop on by. We're at 2400 Northwest Boca Raton Boulevard, Suite 13. Come on in, grab a bag of our signature Brooklyn Cafe coffee. The cafe doors are always open. Stars International is a multicultural, open-format record label with multiple production services from recording to broadcasting. On the label side, we focus on developing artists and helping them achieve their goals. On the production side, we cover anything from recording and mixing your vocals to creating your master track. We also include distribution if needed, and we have full access to TV production and on-air services to help build and create the artist you want to be. We're a fully digital studio and plan on taking music theory to the next level. Born in Marseille, France, Max Lazega creates whimsical and free-flowing interpretive art. His 40 years in the construction industry created the foundation for his craft. His unique work displays his view of the future with bold and playful combinations of materials and processes, but the methodology remains consistent. He fuses recycled materials and discarded building supplies into a fresh, well-executed approach. 
Lazega has lived in Miami, Florida most of his life, where he pursues his lifelong passion of creating industrial art. For more information, contact Max Lazega at artworkstudios.org or 786-326-8873. I'm Robin Weiss, and I'm a rhinestone artist and rhinestone art instructor. Twelve years ago, when I retired from my nail business, I decided to become a rhinestone artist. But then I soon realized there was nowhere that I could go to find the adequate combination of tools or even instructions of how to go about enjoying this craft. My passion for this beautiful medium we know as rhinestones and what I knew they could create drove me to figure out a way to create this magical craft that I now teach. I have developed the perfect rhinestone crafting starter kit which contains the perfect rhinestone crafting pickup stick. I created this kit to help others and to show you that rhinestone crafting is a craft whose time has come. Filled with fun, rhythmic, and therapeutic, the amount of items that you can cover is endless. Not to mention the places this craft will take you and the people you will meet if you should decide you want to get to artist level. You can watch my creations and watch me work on the Brooklyn Cafe TV show every Thursday, where I'll be blinging for Dawn and sometimes Freddie. While we enjoy each other's company, I'll be bringing you the most beautiful and fun creations to inspire you to try this craft. You can also find me on Real Housewives of Bling at Instagram and also my Facebook group. That is where I'll show you all of my crystal creations while you follow me on my rhinestone journey. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie. Why are people texting me during the show? Why do you answer them? Because they're asking, no, they're asking for information, which is fine. It's not a big deal. Boundaries. Eh, boundary this. Boundaries, Batman. Boundary that. Our good friend Michelle can't cry. We have to call Amy Rashevsky. She texts. She needs to chit chat with us today before yes. she's got a big show coming up on Wednesday. Yes. She's got her her florist coming in. I think he's going to be making some floral pieces here, and then she's going to be interviewing him. Okay. Got a whole lot of stuff. We got, got a lot of uh, goes with the painting behind you. Actually, her mosaic, her monstrata, yes. slick renames paintings here, Michelle. Slick renames things here. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I can never, I never understand what the hell he's talking about. 
Thank you. The entanglement piece. Yes. Okay. See? The art speaks to me. Have you been doing? Let's try that again. <laughs> I, I've been painting a lot. I do a lot of pieces that's good. Like COVID, uh, not like COVID, but you know, stemmed from the whole COVID situation, just the whole political situation, the whole everybody being so crazy. I've, I've done a piece that I called All Colors Matter that has unity engraved in the, um, the medium that's on there. And I've gotten a huge reaction to that. And it's a crazy, colorful piece. It's like I Jackson Pollocked it, which was completely a fruit, uh, fluke. I painted it. I had every intention of it looking like the hope piece and the love is love piece. And it, so the unity would really stand out because I just believe that, you know, if we all work together at this point, that's the only way we're going to get things done. Yeah. And I, I had painted over another piece and I had the other piece I had used a crazy chemical on it and, and it kept bleeding through. So I did this whole thing and, and I, and I thought I finally covered it up and the the bleed wasn't going to come through, and I thought, oh, this is going to look spectacular, and it bled through. <laughs> and so it was this horrible, like, off-blue stripes going through, and I thought, okay, I'm just throwing it out. And then I said, you know, I'm going to try one thing. So I Jackson Pollock the heck out of it, and now I have gotten a crazy amount of responses. I haven't sold it yet, but I've had probably 10 people ask me about it. That's great. So I thought, okay, I guess I'm going to have to get a little bit crazier. Maybe I'm being too sedate with my, my pieces. Maybe I need to throw some more color into yeah, it. Yeah, maybe people are just looking for more statement pieces right now. I, I think that's, that's it because the pieces that I have um, done all have a reason behind it. And it, it is all be about unity and peace and hope and just, you know, trying to be helpful to each other. And that's like I was telling you with my website, I have seven or eight other artists listed under resources and we're all trying to do things to help promote each other because this is the time. This is like Freddie always says, you have to think out of the box. You have to find another way. And this is that time. It's strange you say that. It's kind of funny you say that because Jay Harmon and the artists in the house are actually putting together. And we talked about this up in Delray about four years ago. But the first supper, the first breakfast, as opposed to the last yep. supper. Um, and we have the names and the faces and all that on a blueprint that we gave to Jay and they're gonna do that and that every artist is gonna add a little something, something. Uh, and it's supposed to be funny and delightful and there's a big table and there's gonna be gubba rum oh, on it. Cool. And all sorts of people holding things up like Slick is gonna be Judas, you know, things of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the faceless intern. A faceless Where do we have intern. Dylan? We've got Dylan on the floor as the mole. The mole, he's gonna be creeping. Dylan, Hello. on the floor. Um, I've been volunteering with Book and Cafe since June 2000. No, sorry, <laughs> August 2018. I moved here in June 2018. Anyways, uh, I'm back. Hopefully, I'm gonna be training again at WWNN with Pierre tonight, and then Friday I'll probably be with with Vinny. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute! You're gonna be there tonight? <laughs> yes. I'm gonna at be what there time? Four to eight. Really? Pierre's gonna That's be my shift. Wait, Pierre's going to be interning training with Pierre. Pierre's teaching him. Yeah. Pierre the stairs. No, I knew that. I knew That's that. That's your shift. Well, of course he's shift. Not four to eight. That's your shift. I got to tell you something. That's my shift. <laughs> Jody was like, do you, you want Freddie? Do you want to learn Freddie's shift? And I was like, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. 
Yeah, I guess I it's not your shift anymore. What are you talking about? I know the shift. I know what you're going to be doing all night, but that's my production. That's my my whole setup. So you better be on your P's and Q's. All I'm I on my P's say. and Q's. Don't worry. Maybe a hey, you're watching me rug. like a hawk, so. What mm-hmm. row she says. <laughs> but it's interesting because we're talking to the artists about doing things outside the box. Uh, and they have complied. They have done these robots. They have put robots on canvas. They are putting, they're tearing up canvases and putting it on pieces, like Miriam here, who has a leaf on the bottom, which I'm still trying to figure it's out. It's a hemp leaf. It's a hemp leaf. You well, can actually smoke this. Hem- it's to symbolize you a could, hemp leaf. You can smoke this, <laughs> this entire painting if you wanted to. Um, we have some of the art pieces put on sideways. I mean, everybody's coming up with something well, different. It's like my mass media pieces. And my, my latest one, um, which uh, has pieces of, uh, literally I pulled apart a laptop and a modem, and I put the pieces on the, the canvas as um, in reference to all the, you know, the crazy internet stuff that's going on, the social media stuff that's been going on. It's part of the, the concept of, you know, all the, all the stuff that's out there that has in the past promoted disunity and discord and trying to, I pull it back together with, basically we don't have to be red, we don't have to be blue, we could be purple. Because if everybody works together again, it doesn't have to be so chaotic and crazy like 2020 was. So. It is time to work I'm working on scratch and sniff art. Okie It could be lovely if there were flowers, if it's something else. It I could be anything. So oh. if you have a canvas with a, f- uh, a flower, there's going to be a can of rose petal fragrance on the back nice. with an eye like this. So when you walk in to see the painting, it will, shoot, the eye. it will shoot a fragrance. And you're going to go, Ooh, bathroom this spray. is something. Ooh, it smells uh, like a bathroom here. Smells like poopery. Poopery. <laughs> Did you say poopoo? No, it's no smelling poopery. Poopery. No, not the poopery. I'm just saying, out of the box thinking. You know, they laugh. Didn't the guy put a banana on the canvas and it was worth one hundred fifty thousand yeah. yes. dollars? Mm-hmm. Okay, and another guy took he it. T- he duct taped it to a wall. Yeah. No canvas. He duct taped it to a wall. One hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yep. And, and there was another one that crushed his, his work of art. It was like $2 million shredded and he shredded, shredded it. it. Yep. So don't laugh at my scratch and sniff art. Well, it's going to be big. And you're going to say, wow, I can't believe I he did and it. And one day you're probably right. It probably is going to be. And that's like, oh, wow. It's one of those things that it's, it's like I keep telling Joyce. I keep saying, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing stuff until the spaghetti sticks on the wall. So... You yeah. got to keep doing it. Yeah, that's what I've got. I, like I told you, I've got some pieces at Vicki Sobel's Boutique in Del Rey. I have pieces at the Art to Save Lives Contemporary Gallery in Los Olas uh, in Fort Lauderdale. I've got a friend of ours who um, knows some people in South Beach that she's going to talk to. I'm just going to keep throwing it out there. You just kind of keep going. Like we did event planning. We spoke to some event and caterers yesterday as well. All different things. And Slick says, you know, if you do what you love, then it will have to grow because you love what you do. And I said to Slick that to go on the beach, remember, to get Digit City going and everything else. On Saturday, I was on the beach and two beautiful girls came up selling Celsius. And I told them that I would do a shout out for Celsius. And they did exactly what I asked Slick to do. And he laughed at me. Slick, you're going to call Celsius? And I got Digit's uh, for That's you the thing. The I have Celsius's number, but I was supposed to call and say, 
There were two. I'm gonna young, let you beautiful. figure it out. I'm gonna let okay, you figure I'll just it out. Okay, you're Celsius. the one that said that was a crazy we idea. I'll try to see if I can do that, but I'm gonna call customer service to see if they you are should doing call that. all those beverages because if you got be, around from because South they Beach, have Red Bull too, like they have Red them. Bull girls. They got everything. They got Red Bull, Blue Bull. They got every Blue Bull, Blue Bull. <laughs> they got everything down there. Blue if you call them all to be on Slick Speaks, they will all come in a drove. All right. And once they get here, then you decide what things to do. Sometimes you don't know until you try it. True. That's right. Just keep going. Okay. All right. Let's wrap this up, Slick. Glad to have you back. Thank you again for yesterday, no Teddy, problem. Taylor, Vinny, Hector. Oh my gosh, Blake. Everybody, Gio, everyone. Who else did I miss? Fiona, Sabrina, Fiona, everyone that was there. Fuego 2.0, Lena with us. Lina. What an event. Lena actually did a segment in Spanish and it blew over everybody's heads. Nobody realized it. So yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who helps us get to where we get and where we get to go. So more to come with that. Stay tuned for all of our shows coming up this week. It's going to be a fun week. Everything is starting to open up a little bit safer, a little bit bigger. So tune in for that. Michelle, thank you for joining us. It's been a while. Joyce, we hope you feel better, and we will see you tomorrow. Keep yes, 9 a.m. drive time. Keep your mask on, and don't be late. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Wish you could unfreeze my heart and we could slide. 